WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Hour number two of the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. Fitzy in the house on this full tang Wednesday night. You can join us, 617-779-7937. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show. Before we get to our uh, Would You Rather questions, let's grab a few more calls. we got Matt in Rhode Island. He will lead off this hour. What's going on, Matt? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, um, in a question for you, who do you think, uh, Belichick wanted to draft in the in the Mac Jones draft. What player do you think he really wanted? I mean, I would. Uh, oh, I know who. I would assume Micah Parsons. But there you Col- That's where you Collins. Oh, Zayvon Collins. I think. Yeah. Well, All right. Well, either one. I think. I think he's going to go to Dallas after McCarthy blows his game against Green Bay. And um, the troubling thing here with oh, there's two two problems with the Patriots right now is one, I'm thinking. Are the crafts really holding this up because they don't want to cut the check for like $25, 30 million or whatever it is? And two, why would they go promise a job to someone else? Like maybe because they didn't think this was going to unwind so quickly. But, you know, what I mean, that's, that's also problematic. Um, I, I really want Grable in here. Um, I think he's totally underrated as a coach as far as what his potential is. Um, connecting with players, obviously, as we, as we heard all these players you know, talking about him. And um, you know that's what that's what they need. Also, also it's 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 a great fit because you're going to take Marvin Harrison. Um, if you don't get him quickly, though, I think you know Seattle's a very you know it's a it's a good job for someone like him. Or and there's written rumors he's gonna he might go to Ohio State. They might get rid of their coach. So you know you got to act quickly and figure out what they're doing. Thanks, guys. Yeah, they they got to figure out what they're doing. That's for sure. I mean, you wonder how much of it is sort of uh, settled and it just hasn't been announced, or if they're still some sort of negotiation going on or some sort of back and forth going on. It's hard to really, to really know. Um, I don't know. I mean, him going to, to Dallas, like we said, really relies on whether or not uh, McCarthy flames mm-hmm. out this weekend or next weekend. But uh, I don't know. I mean, the thing with Rabel, like, does, does Seattle come calling and is it too enticing? I mean, does he enters Ohio state? I also, not even joking, like Alabama, now that Nick Saban retired, Alabama's a massive, massive job. It is It is beautiful yeah. weather all yeah. year. Ten million a season. You can just have your pick of the players, yeah. get a statue next to like twelve years, easy living. Like if the cra- I, I think what you're intimating at or getting at, Rich here, is that if the crafts continue to dilly dally and pussyfoot and you know, don't blank or get off the pot with their Belichick decision or what wherever these negotiations are. Yeah. You could loot like you got Microsoft money or whatever Allen family money, I believe, still with the Seahawks. You've got legacy at stake, but you know an awesome lifetime job with Alabama. Carolina, David Tepper goes crazy. Say, and just says thirty-five right, million. Right, Carolina's uh, the, the losingest franchise over the last uh, well ever since Tepper bought the team. However, if he throws a ton of money at you, or if it's Hey, Mike Vrabel, you had a lot of issues with your GMs in uh, Tennessee, although the reports now were the guy after John Robinson. I guess they did get along. So it was initially reported that they didn't, but whatever. Maybe they give Mike Vrabel more say, maybe more player personnel, because they also fired their GM. So there's a lot kind of uh, going on. And I've always thought the idea of a coach in waiting, it sounds very good in theory, but 
the scenario never plays out the way you want it to. Like the coach doesn't go out on a high note. Just he's like, I, I won the Super Bowl and now I'm done. Or like in college basketball, like we went to the Final Four and that was it for me. And now I'm going to hand it off to my longtime assistant. There's always something. The guy either wants to stay longer or the team sucks. And maybe the guy that you promised it to. Now you're like, well, I thought he was going to be able to, you know, be the assistant for a couple more years than he is. Or somebody else, like a Mike Vrabel, becomes available. You're like, hey, Mayo, I know we promised you the job, but we thought Vrabel would still be in Tennessee. Now he's here. Like, so many things can complicate the coach in waiting. And who knows what Kraft had told Mayo and or Vrabel behind closed doors. And there's a chance that both of them think they're going to be the coach. You know, like, oh, this was the girl I was going to ask to the prom. And, oh, wait a second. I had no idea that yes. this other girl. Or 100%. like, Or, like, you're just dead set on your safety school and, like, you threw an application into your dream school because WTF, and all of a sudden, now I'm waitlisted there. Like, so I might have to wait till the end of April to see if I get a deferred acceptance. Oh my God, I got to yeah. do this. Yep. Like, you, your best laid plans are not always the ones that come to fruition as well. Mm-hmm. And if this is the guy, I mean, if all the reports from like what Volan wrote in the Globe a couple months ago, all the whispers and rumors and innuendos we heard for a while that the crafts were enamored with. Vrabel ever since he came back for his Hall of Fame weekend and obviously that pissed off Adam Strunk. Yep. Then what's the the holdup has got to be something in negotiations. Yeah. It just it has to it be. It has to be. All right, Kevin's in Bill Ricker on Bill Belichick. What do you got, Kevin? Oh, I don't know. I've long time, long time, you know. Uh Yeah. Sure. I mean, I I'm saying the chances of Bill Belichick being a coach next year, I will put it at 30%, which is very very low. I mean, Something has to change. And if he wants to coach his team and we bring in a general manager that has full say, that'll be fine. But then I'm not sure about Bill Belichick as a coach. You know, he screwed the Patriots twice with Wes Welker and Asante Samuel. I mean, for petty reasons or whatever. And so I don't know where this team is going. You know, we could be the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, New York Jets for the next 20 years. We don't get this this decision right so that's where i'm at yes thanks for taking my call thank you kevin uh, appreciate it yeah it's massive i mean these are these are massive decisions this is a team that this offseason should be getting a new gm a new head coach a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback <laughs> i mean in today's nfl are those the four most important like spots on a on a football franchise you you got the one most important position and i mean wide receivers a important need that they have as well, but quarterback, coach, kind of co-coaches, especially if you go with a defensive head coach, you need that offensive uh, scheme, the OC, mm-hmm. and then the GM. Like you're talking about all these picks and all these different negotiations and trades and all these things that slipped through the cracks over the last five years. You need a GM that's going to come in here and have a higher batting average. Mm-hmm. What I, you have to like. I, I used this line a couple weeks ago when I heard it from somebody in the lots before, I forget which game, maybe the Kansas City game, the whole entire idea of, like, if Belichick sticks around, someone tell him to just turn on Yahoo auto-draft and take best available, <laughs> yeah, it is and smart. they'll be fine. Yeah. Like, if the Patriots, whoever is in charge yeah, just hire of Todd the McShay. upcoming draft, <laughs> Yahoo auto-drafts uh-huh. it, or basically just looks at, if they just play best available, if you just get every high-floor guy mm-hmm. and you, like... There have been such monumental swings and misses over the last several years that, yes, I understand people. I understand Belichick had some amazing draft pick. Oh, did he not grab Gronk? Yes, he did. That was also a decade and a half ago. Yeah, right. In recent year, the it's, drafts have been 
bad, and a that's the main land. reason why they're yep. in the hole that they're in now. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, let's go to uh, Calvin in Boston. What do you got, Calvin? Yes, how you doing, guys? Good. I'm confused. All right. I'm a Giants fan, first of all. Nice. What was the record with Bill before Brady with Bledsoe? Uh, five and eleven. No Super Bowl, in nothing, right? Well, nothing, he had right? Once, he had one season. So why? Yeah. Why oh. is he going with Bill? Well, he did nothing here. Brady was the guy. He did. I mean, he was the head it's coach obvious. for six Super Bowl wins. It's obvious. Okay. When Bledsoe was here, he did nothing. He had one year with Bledsoe. Brady left. He wins. He showed the guy that Brady was the the, the main guy. Okay. What's the show with Bill? He's nothing. He needs to go. All right. Thank you, Kelvin. Very pretty uh, yeah. cut and dry there. It was, that's it. it was that simple that's all it. along, Rich. Just it all along. As soon as Brady left, they should have got rid of him uh, that second. It, that you had time. no idea. Yeah. Opportunity missed. All right. Would you rather Wednesday? And uh, let's rip through some of these. Let's get where you stand on this one. And uh, you can play along at home as well. You can answer to yourself aloud in the car if you so choose. Uh, would you rather, Fitzy, your next head mm-hmm. coach of the Patriots, Mike Rabel or Gerard Mayo? Uh, give me the guy with the pro coaching experience. I don't want to go for such an organizational reset with someone who's actually never been the man in charge on the sidelines. I like the cut of Vrabel's jib. Give me Mike Vrabel. Yeah, I'd go with Mike Vrabel as well. It's because uh, he's technically, in my mind, not a part of the Belichick coaching tree. He played for him, didn't coach for him. That is just all a bunch of failures on that side. And maybe Gerard Mayo will break through, but at least you already know Mike Vrabel is a good NFL coach. So I'd rather Mike Vrabel. All right, next question. Would you, would you rather Mike Vrabel or Jim Harbaugh? I'll take Vrabel. Okay. See, this is where I would part with you because uh-huh. of the offense. Two guys that are both established good NFL coaches, right? Four years uh, in San Francisco for Harbaugh, six years in uh, Tennessee for Vrabel. But I'll side with the offensive guy. It is imperative that they find the next quarterback this year or, God forbid, the year after that. you you got to get that quarterback before you get things turned around. And I would just say Harbaugh has a better chance of doing it than Vrabel. He does. And what happens is he brings in – uh, let's say Russell Wilson, and then he drafts JJ McCarthy, and <laughs> there's your future quarterback. So there you go. That's yeah. I don't love JJ McCarthy, but you're right. In that scenario, you probably would. All right. Would you rather mm. the Red Sox spend money on their players or not spend money on their players? Let's see. One would give me a chance of yep. actually becoming interested in the team again and having something else to talk about besides what I've been doing, which has been bitching about the team. Right. The other is the comfortable spot I've been in the last couple of years, which is just bitching about the team. True. You know, let's change things up. Let's have them spend some money. Spend some money. Get some players that we want to watch. Let's have them spend a lot of money. Yeah, we want to watch these players. We want to listen to these players yeah. on the radio. Yeah. We've got the games right here, for God's sakes. I'm your pregame host. I want to give you. I want to give you a lineup with some oh, names that easy. jump out There's at you. Someone get a promotion? <laughs> uh, say it. no, no, nope. It's not what that was. But I, I want some players. I want them to spend. They're the Boston Red Sox, or at least they were. Maybe we mm-hmm. have to start calling them something else because they are not acting like the Boston Red Sox. Uh, we'll get into this coming up, but uh, no, John Henry and the boys at uh, Winter Weekend. They are. They are not going to be a part of that. They got booed last year. Yep. And then since then, all they've done is finish in last place again, mm-hmm. trade away a couple of players, and yep. not spend on anybody. They didn't get Yamamoto. They didn't get Juan Soto. They didn't get anybody. They got Lucas Giolito, who's not very good. So, and he's in on a one-year deal, Yeah, pretty much. And right. uh, did you see what Shota Imanyaga actually went for? Yeah, not not a ton. Not a ton. Yeah. You, had, you had a chance to bring Kay in. brought him in. Could have brought in the guy they call the professor. Would have been oh the professor. Is that what they called uh 
What did they call? There was somebody else was the professor. Was it one of the Cubs pitchers? I'll, I'll look at the Cubs pitcher. Who they call the professor? No. Kyle Hendricks. Oh, Kyle Hendricks was you sure the professor. He wasn't the provost. I don't think so. I think he was the, the chancellor. I, I think he was the professor. <laughs> what I'm looking at here. All right, coming up on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's one of yeah. the Sunday games. You have the uh, Packers and Cowboys. Oh, I cannot wait. The two leaders this year, number one and number two in passing touchdowns. Let's just say for the Patriots, if you were able to plop one of these guys in, would you rather Dak Prescott or Jordan Love? Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jordan Love. Oh wow! Okay, I'm gonna take the. I'll take the younger guy. Swerved us there. Okay, mm-hmm. I will. I no offense to Dakota Prescott, who's yeah. had a great season. Really nice. Yeah, he has. But uh, really he's nice year. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's been in the league nine years. He's still yeah. got plenty of probably quality years ahead of him. Yeah. Jordan Love is just scratching the surface of his abilities. Moves well. Yeah, he had a good has year. A cannon for an arm. Yep. Yep. Big fan. Yep. He was very good. All right, Fitzy, would you rather mm-hmm. Nick Saban in New England or Bill Belichick in Alabama? Oof. Bel- Belichick in Bama. Yeah, it's not close, really. Alabama would be amazing. How? how okay. Nick Saban he here would be a disaster. I would want nothing just to do with awful, that. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Terrible. Um, he, uh, just the mon- amount of money the crafts would have to spend to get him is like mahogany. Uh, office with the special door that you <laughs> can then, press the button on. We don't need another 20 years. Uh, not that he would coach you for 20 years, but however many years he would be here, like just b- berating the media again and not giving you anything and being he's like six months yeah. older than Belichick. Yeah, he's older too. than Belichick. He'd be here for six months. <laughs> yeah, no. Whereas, like, I could see Belichick finally going to the collegiate ranks and getting inspired to have a big finish, couple years, like win a national championship, add that to his portfolio. Plus, also, Rich. If he was just like, you know what, I want to tackle the one, uh, you know, the one goal I've always yeah. had and be at a legacy program and win a national championship, we would all be Alabama fans. It would be roll pat, roll tide. <laughs> It'd like crazy. we would be, it'd be awesome. If Bill goes to college and tackles the college game, I'm sure, I'm sure all those 18 year olds would love playing for Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. And also, can you just imagine like and all of a sudden. They have double, I mean, just Bill and the sorority girls. and okay. That would be a whole thing. Yep, it would be a whole thing. And lastly, maybe the most important question we're going to ask here tonight. Okay. All would right. you rather yep. a cold hot dog in a hot tub or a hot dog in a cold tub? <laughs> that was a good question. <laughs> would you rather? I mean, that's the question on everyone's mind right now. People are I don't curious. like cold hot dogs. No, who's not a cold wiener fan? No. No, not it's, at like, all. it's like wrap bologna. You feel like, I know you can eat it, but you shouldn't. No, no, like uh, just a hot dog in a cold tub. What a nice contrast. I'll tell you right now, I don't mind a cold tub. Oh, my God, you both are crazy. Well, no, not like I'm not going to go home and draw myself a cold tub, but like you've like an ice bath. You stick your legs in like an ice bath. Holy smokes, is that good? Stanley. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. No, I'll take a cold wiener in a hot tub any day. You're out of your mind. Any day. (laughs) No. I'm just saying. What a gross con. Yeah, that stinks. That's a a lousy combo. Stiz. I, Ice know, bucket you, and a couple of hot dogs. You know, oh, oh, yeah. That's a mustard. Give me some nice seared, couple of seared glizzies with some relish. Oh, yeah. Peppers on Two, there. Two, three oh, of yeah. those. Nick is the glizzy gladiator. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. Glizzy Borden, baby. I love cold, <laughs> cold tubs, like Nailed jumping it. in the cold ocean. I always finish my showers with 30 seconds of cold water. It's good for Do you. Do you really? I do. Is that well, that's one of your secrets, son? It is one of my secrets to uh, kick, uh, longevity. staving off the aging bug. Yes, absolutely. My the longevity. I used to love a cold, uh, like they would fill like a trash can in college with like the 
just like water and then ice and people just jump in there and holy smokes, it's good for you. you, you know, it's good for your knees, good for your, right? your joints. Anyway, all right, yeah. we answered the tough questions here on uh, yeah, Would You do. Rather Wednesday. <laughs> all right, let's get to some NFL draft talk. Uh, unless there's an update on the coaches that we don't know about, feel free to weigh in on what's going on with the NFL coaches and the lack of news for the Patriots at 617-779-7937. But Patriots do have the number three pick in the draft, so we'll get into some of those scenarios uh, coming up next. But right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now, some football news. Pete Carroll, who's been head coach of the Seattle Seahawks for 14 seasons now, has been let go by the team. In a statement released by the team's chair, Jody Allen, she also said Carroll is to remain within the Seahawks organization, but just not as the team's head coach. Also breaking a couple hours ago, Nick Saban out at Alabama. He's planning to retire. Saban was hired by the University of Alabama in 07. He led the Crimson Tide program to six national championship wins and 11 Southeastern Conference championships. Celtics, their home tonight, taking on the Timberwolves right now. About eight minutes left in the first quarter. Your Boston Celtics up 11-4 over the T-Wolves. The Celtics are 17-0 on the season at home. Uh, and Boston, the only remaining team to not lose a home game. The next best team, though is the team that they're playing. Minnesota has only lost two games at home this year. Rudy Gobert out for the T-Wolves. Chris Stapps Porzingis out for the Celtics. The Bruins also, they lost on the road last night in Arizona. 3-4 to four to the Coyotes in an overtime loss. Linus Allmark sustained a lower body injury. Late in the game, he had to be helped off the ice by two teammates. Bruins back on the ice tomorrow night when they'll be in Vegas to face the Golden Knights. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Keith Show coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keith Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keith Show with Fitzy, WEEI. Pete Carroll out today. Nick Saban retiring from Alabama. Mike Vrabel out yesterday. Still no news on Bill Belichick, so we uh, await that. Uh, one thing I did see, not that a lot of people care about the Alabama thing. I'll do it really quickly. They were talking about the uh, uh, potential buyouts for other top candidates, and uh, at the top of that list was Dan Landing from Oregon, which would be too bad because he's a stud. And he he had a great quote about how happy he was to be in Oregon. He doesn't want to go anywhere. But I'm like, oh, man, that's usually the kiss of death. There's always, the college football coaches always say that. And then they either go pro or they go to the bigger job. And Oregon's a big job, but there isn't, I don't know how many are bigger than Alabama. That's so about the biggest one. That we there is. shall see what happens there. Speaking of college football, uh-huh. uh Right now, you and I both like Marvin Harrison Jr. a lot with the number three pick. However, if we were just doing a quick quarterback big board, and I know we have three months to really pick it apart and, and dive more into you know watching these guys play and, and all that other stuff, but right now, top five quarterbacks, if you were just going quarterbacks, which one do you like the most all the way to fifth? 
Now, it, do I have to sort of like like them in their draft slot, or just like I'm just appreciating their skill set? Like, yeah, I would say more I like they'll turn into. I would say, yeah. Well, if you let's just even put it like if you're picking for the Patriots, and let's say you know something crazy happens, and you know the Bears stay on the board, they don't take Caleb Williams, they're sticking with Fields, and then you know the Commanders take Joe Alt or something insane, and the Patriots are sitting there, like, what would the order be if you were like? told you got to go quarterback what would the order be because to me it's still Caleb Williams I know he has some flaws and you're wondering like this guy wants to own the team is what it came out with and he hasn't even declared for the draft yet and obviously the crying the bad season following the Heisman win uh there's a lot in there with Caleb Williams I still think he is the best guy like I I would take him if I was dead set on a quarterback and if Marvin Harrison wasn't in this draft he'd be the guy right he's number one he has all I, I'm a fan. I, I even like the fact that in that Fanville commercial, the Dr. Pepper college football. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he he's in one recently where he's like wearing number 13. and He's like, I got to cover this video game. His acting is good. Like he's not camera shy. He's mm-hmm. got some charisma or Riz as the kids like to say. Oh, nice. he's got yeah. charisma. I think he does. Like, is he an odd bird? Yep. Sure. Is he is, did he grow up differently in a different age? Absolutely. Yeah. But do I think he can throw and score the football? Hell yes. Yeah, if I had to guess which one of these guys is going to be the best pro for the next 10 years, I think it would be him. He had not I think he has the highest upside for sure, but I just I would have nobody's a sure shot. Like nobody at all. Like you can go, go through all the five different, on these correct. quarterbacks. They could all they could all stink. Like that's a possibility. What's the like best case scenario? 3 out of 5 are good. Oh, right? 60% would be a massive. That would be the best case scenario. Like 3 of them are good like perennial starters not even like all three all pros i'm just talking about like three this guy's starting in the league for 10 years that would be that'd be a big hit because you go back to it's looking like the burrow herbert Tua draft could be one where you have Uh three guys that are constant starters right but yeah usually there's a complete bust at least one complete bust another you know one guy's out of the league one guy's just a backup you know and then that kind of thing but yeah, I like Caleb Williams the the most, even with all the other crazy stuff going on with him. I think I would rank them in order of desire should the Patriots choose yeah. a quarterback in this upcoming draft in, in terms of the top five. I would go Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, like right behind him, nipping on his heels. Then Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Drake May. Oh, you dislike Drake May that much? It doesn't do anything for I watched a couple of games yeah. this year, and like I just... I haven't seen it. If you this can't thing. beat Virginia, I don't want you on my team. Yeah, like, right. If you can't beat the yeah. freaking Cavaliers, my God. Yeah, Drake May uh, does less to sort of stand out to me than obviously Jaden Daniels. Like Jaden Daniels is insane, but I have a hard time figuring out some of these crazy, goofy college stats because Marcus Mariota had an unbelievable Heisman year and tore Never it up. Liked him one second the entire year. You never liked Mariota? Yeah. Mariota? No, I was obviously I wasn't on WEI at the time. Right, right. I wasn't talking college football on my vlogs, but like <laughs> yeah. never. No, okay. no, I just I didn't see it. I just didn't see his game translating. And so like Johnny Manziel also put up crazy numbers. He beat Alabama like when they were unbeatable and he was running all around throwing, doing everything. Crazy stats in the SEC, right? Cuz A&M had just moved over there, so he was doing it in the SEC. Mhm. Tim Tebow, Cam Newton, like those those guys both put up crazy numbers. I know, you know, Tebow, the throwing motions and the jump passes and that came with question marks. But just some of like the raw stats when you, when you combine passing and running, 
we've seen a lot. Like then you have like Lamar Jackson, and then the uh-huh. next thing you know, that translates, and the guy's uh, MVP is probably going to win his second MVP. So Jaden Daniels, I've just had a tough time wrapping my head around. Like, is he going to be? It seems like there's very little middle ground with a guy like that. Either you flame out right away, and you're like, oh, that's not going to work, or you could be a top five quarterback. Like that's a that's a big old swing, and, and I think that's what the Colts did with Anthony Richardson last year. Ugh. He got hurt in every game that he played until he was ultimately out for the season. So I don't know what's next for him, but yeah, because Jaden Daniels is probably the one that's going to be worth talking about the most over the next three months because he's probably going to be on the board for the Patriots if it does, mm. in fact, go Williams May. Oh, you don't think so now? You heard last night. Remember we were chit-chatting about uh, college quarterbacks yeah. like last yeah, night? Yeah, 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 yeah. And somebody on the Twix platform piped in and said, watch, Jaden Daniels will end up, you know, testing out of the roof at the combine and at his pro day. He'll throw a 70-yard pass into a bucket and everyone's going to freak out and he'll leapfrog J- Drake May. That's true. Because why would Washington? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb Williams, basically, I forget, it might have been our old pal Kyrie Thompson who put the tweet out today saying, like, the the for sale sign, best offer, has basically been placed on Justin Fields right now. They're getting rid of the OC and the DC in Chicago. Yep. So it's going to be a hard reboot at the quarterback position and with their salary. Okay, Fields, Atlanta, some other places he could be available for. That's great. Drake May going second overall to Washington. Now, I know whoever the new coach is is not going to be carrying with him the stink or the stigma of like, yeah, but we just had a Washington, uh, a North Carolina quarterback come in here and underwhelm. I, For all we know, Sam Howell may still be decent. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Washington's not even but Jaden Daniels would be a different thing altogether. Like, he moves like RG3. He's bigger than you think. Absolutely can scoot. And he's got a cannon for an arm. And his deep ball accuracy is uncanny. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it'll be. You're right. The, I think right now it's, it is safe to say like the the five in order, like sort of like whatever the consensus is right now is going to change by the time there's yes. the combine, 100%. the interviews, all that other stuff. Plus, you throw in a guy like Michael Penix, who is he like? Is there injury concerns or not? Like, does he clear all of that? If you watch just the college football semifinal, you're like, oh, that guy's a top ten pick. If you watch yep. just the college football championship game, you're like, I don't really want that guy in the first round. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just one game each that you got really, like the really good Penix and then the the not so mm-hmm. good. Uh, I like Bo Nix. I've liked Bo Nix all year. I know the one of the knocks on Bo Nix is well, he kind of sucked at Auburn. Okay, maybe he figured it out. Now, I know Oregon can shine you up and make you look pretty good, but I would just say when Jalen Hurts was at Alabama, he didn't look nearly as good as he did when he was at Oklahoma. And, I mean, he famously got benched in the title game for Tua, but even mm-hmm. overall, like, I don't think he – they didn't run him as much as they did at Oklahoma uh, or at Alabama that they did at Oklahoma. He had his right. best passing year at Oklahoma, and that's another quarterback factory, right? Like Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, like a lot of guys who look pretty good there. So I don't know. I like a lot of what Bo Nix did, and I would say, well, maybe things just weren't great at Auburn. Like maybe Auburn wasn't this wagon. Maybe he didn't have a lot going on with him. The And so I'll, I'll take what he did there, understanding that he's an older prospect too. Nix mm-hmm. and Penix are both 23. They'll be 24 for their rookie year. But the beauty with a guy like Nix is you can take somebody really, really good at three overall and then still get Nix later. Whereas if That's you're right. talking about May or Daniels or probably just those two and Williams, or you're going to have to use the number three overall pick on. If you think Bo Nix is good enough to come in and operate your off, if you think he's going to be a, a 10-year pro starter 
if you appreciate his physical gifts and his experience, and that's a unique combination coming out of college the way he is still like at the height of his physical powers, a good arm, 62 starts in college as well, then waiting for him in the second round and then grabbing the tackle, the receiver, the whomever, like the absolute can't-miss stud prospect of your future in the first round makes all the sense in the world. All right. Would you, uh, if you were running the, the board with the Patriots at three, would you consider trading up? Would, uh, no. So you would and just. Here's sit, why. Yeah, okay. They need too much. Yeah, because you you have to give up a lot, and that's why we were talking about losing. That's why people are like, oh, you got to win every single week. And it's like, no, no, no. I know that's the mentality of the players and the coaches, but as a fan, you're sitting here and saying what's best for the team is if they're picking as high as possible in the draft. And if they just lose in Denver, if Ryland, who missed every field goal all year anyway, misses that 56-yarder, they're picking second. And mm-hmm. that's a whole different story. And that's either you're taking the, maybe in your eyes, the best guy, right? Like if, if mm-hmm. whoever the Bears pick or whoever the Bears traded for, uh, but even if a team wants to move up two spots, it ends up costing them such an obscene amount of picks and future picks because usually you're doing it for the quarterback, and so teams give up a lot for it. I mean, you go back to when the 49ers moved up the board to get uh, Trey Lance. It was insane what they did, and they weren't coming from like 25. Mm-mm. Didn't they go from 12 to 6 to 3, something they, along yeah, those lines? They went from 12 to 3. They went from, uh... 12 to 3, I want to say, because I think Fields went 11th to Chicago. Yeah, Patriots yeah, yeah. Took Mac Jones 15th. So they went from 12, so they, they moved up. But, I mean, the Patriots could have been right there. But whatever, they're they're at 3, so it wouldn't cost them as much had they had like a 500 season and they were picking like 15th. So that that's clearly not the case. But I'm with you. You need so much. Like, even the guy yesterday who called in was like, ah, guys, this team is actually pretty talented. They just need a left tackle, a wide receiver, a tight end, a quarterback, and like all this other stuff. But yeah, you that's need all, you need all those deal. things, and that's why you can't. I'm with you. I think you're you're going to get a great player at three, so I can't afford to trade next year's one or my really high second round pick in order to do it. So I just need too much. They flip side of that, me. then, because you do need so much, what would your appetite be for trading down? Uh, my appetite for trading down. That 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 whistle could be wet. <laughs> Is that right? That, you could yeah. wet that whistle for sure. Because, yep. If you if you're telling me that I have to move back a couple spots, and instead, like, let's say they like a, a let's say they like a Bonix. Okay. But now all of a sudden, I can move back a few spots. I could get Roma Dunze from well, Washington, who's a stud. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I can get a top flight tackle in the first round just by moving back a few spots. Then I take Bo Nix, uh, 35th overall, to start the second round. You're telling me that just by a little draft uh, finagling and the draft day canoodling uh, and remaneuvering, I can possibly walk away with a wide receiver one, a tackle one, and a QB one? Hell yes. Hell yeah. yes. Yeah. Hell yes. No, I mean, that... Believe it or not, it probably is more intriguing, I guess, than moving up just because you have so many things that you need to address. But I'm also I'm very, very good with them staying on the board and taking Marvin Harrison and then hoping a guy like Bo Nix is there in the second round. Now, Richard, we are one to uh, to to uh, frequently check some of the uh, more illustrious and well-regarded mock draft boards here on the program just to see. Of course, you're not talking about Walter, are you? I, of course I am. Are you talking about good old Walter football? The the pride and joy of the football family, Walter football. All right, what's Walter talking about? I have checked a number of mock drafts recently, but I just, of course, during our, our chit-chat here, yeah. went to 
And at number one, Walter Football currently has the Chicago Bears taking out of the University of Southern California, Caleb Williams. All right, there you go. Second overall, the Washington Commanders. He still has them listed as the Redskins. God no, bless you, Walter. Walter uh, come listen, on, he's at Walter's Walter. old school. So we're going to have to cancel Walter. Yep. Walter's going to have to get canceled. Drake May out of North Carolina. All right, wow. So Number far, three. Uh, chalk. Yeah. In addition to, just like Todd McShay, who just released his first mock draft of the year earlier today, the New England Patriots, third overall, select Jaden Daniels, Whew. quarterback LSU. Wow. Jaden Daniels, Heisman winner, 40 touchdown passes, a whole bunch of uh, touchdown runs in there, threw for almost 4,000 yards. The guy was insane. I'm looking at a uh, mock draft from Tankathon, which is a website I frequented uh, throughout the second half of the season. They originally held that blog. That was my marriage blog. <laughs> Tankathon is right there. They were they were letting you know where the Pats were picking all year, and they also do a mock draft, and... I don't know if Tankathon stole from Walter or if Walter stole from Tankathon, but the exact same top three picks would be Jaden Daniels to the Patriots. Yowza. Now, just to scroll down, they do a three-round mock, and so okay. in the second round they have the Patriots taking Troy Franklin, the wideout from Oregon. So that's another kind of like would-you-rather question. Would you rather a combination like Jaden Daniels and Troy Franklin or Marvin Harrison Jr. and Bo Nix? Jaden Daniels and Franklin. They see it like, oh, God, I know that's like, that's the kind of swing that could set you back three, five years if you miss. <laughs> yeah, but if you hit. Oh, but I'm so desperate. Oh, if like, you but hit on also that. So de- see, now oh. I'm going against exactly what I said, which was take the high floor guys. <sighs> I'll take Nick's Harrison. I think Nick's Harrison right now is what I am Probably rooting smart. for. I could be, I could be, uh, Potentially swayed as we dive into some of these highlight tapes. I'll be watching all the uh, the combine nonsense and the Senior Bowl nonsense and everything else. I'll be all in on all of that. But it, as of right now, Marvin Harrison, Bo Nix would be my first two rounds. And then, you know, go from there. Grab another wide receiver. Uh, grab, you know, you're going to need some defensive uh-huh. players at some point. But you don't need to draft him in the first three rounds. Not this year. Well, Walter. Uh, tackle. Uh, I need a tackle. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So now he also has the second round mocked out. Mm-hmm. The uh, top pick in the second round, the Carolina Panthers would select uh, Adonai Mitchell, wide receiver out of Texas. He's a very good football player. This is the same as Tankathon. And Wal- then Walter and Tankathon. Overall, yeah. New England Patriots select Keon Coleman, oh, that's wide different. receiver out of Florida State. Massive receiver, quickness, good ball skills. Yep, he was good. Bunch of touchdowns. So, uh, all right. Big, tall receiver. All right. Go on. Okay. All right, I'm interested in that. But here's the thing. All these sites... Go off of like team need, which sounds crazy. But if Bill Belichick's still running things, he doesn't really draft for need. Bill Belichick just drafts kind of whatever you think, whatever whatever uh, tackle happen, offensive tackle or defensive tackle or linebacker happens to be out there. But I don't think either one of us think it's going to be Bill Belichick making these picks. But whoever's making the pick, I would like them to know that they're in charge of the Patriots at some point soon. Yes, that's now, that's um, probably even more important, isn't it, than even the head coach? Like, boy, howdy, is, is that GM who has the third pick in the draft? Is he going to get hired right before the draft, like Joe Coy doing the Golden Globes, or is he actually going to have some time to settle in? Boy, that yeah, it wasn't I went great. Back and rewatch that was rough. It was not an easy watch. That was some, that was some rough sledding. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a hard take. Uh, in the second round, Walter, just for, just for your uh, just for just for the record, your benefit, please. Uh, 42nd overall, Minnesota Vikings taking Michael Penix Jr. Now, that would be an interesting fit because... Well, that's really low for Penix. The Tankathon has Penix 11. Wow. Yeah. Um, And then Walter has going 44th overall. Remember when he was mocked to the Patriots at 5 overall? 
J.J. McCarthy going to the... Oh, funny. He's got J.J. McCarthy 44 on Tankathon. Bo Nix 43. So that's wow. from the ballpark that those guys are, See, are it in. It is possible. Oh. Yeah. Hmm? God, that would be crazy. You also, the Pats could also trade down and get Brock Bowers. People like guys Brock a, Bowers. Absolute, <laughs> absolute hoss. I, the guy's he a killer. Is. Who's right. this year's? I want to know who this year's. I know Musgrave is back. Um, I've been, you know, monitoring the health of like Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson for the Packers, mm-hmm. just because I'm so intrigued by that game Sunday. Like maybe, maybe Lafleur can find a way to get into a shootout with McCarthy. Yeah, which I think would be great. That just would be making him have hamburger sweats on the sideline. <laughs> um, it'd be awesome. But Musgrave is back too. The, mm-hmm. A tight end out of Oregon State who was do, who, who started to really come on, yeah. got hurt, IR'd the rest of the season. He's been activated again, so it's going to be interesting. I, I need a, We need a hyper-athletic tight end, one who's also not afraid to block Gasicki. That would be the, oh, my God. Useless on all fronts, Mike Gasicki. Not that we need to spend a lot of time with Mike Gasicki today, but he was awful. Nope. He was awful. He was, mm-hmm. a, he was the invisible man. He was... It's Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man. Uh, you can join the program at 617-779-7937. We're going to do a boom roasted coming up, Fitzy, because, let's face it, the Patriots fans are getting a little restless right now. Yep. And not maybe the best time to put out like a, what you hope to be a positive tweet if you are the New England Patriots. So the responses were as expected. So we have a Patriots Twitter-related boom roasted coming up next. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. All right, back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. We'll get back to your calls here in a moment, 617-779-7937 if you want to uh, jump aboard. And uh, mostly football tonight because uh, more coaching news of the day. Pete Carroll is out in Seattle. Mike Vrabel, of course, yesterday out in Tennessee. Nick Saban also retiring from Alabama. So a lot of big-name coaches in the news, and yet still nothing on Bill Belichick as uh, – it's not, it's not happening tonight, so we'll find out if uh, Thursday's program will have anything it? on Belichick. Why, why can it slip out at 11.20? Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to do. Are they trying to make a day of it, or are they trying to bury it, or what's the story with that? Because... You could be home. Like, you could be like we'll yep. both respectively be on our couches, mm-hmm. you with a beer in hand watching Echo, mm-hmm. me with a beer in hand watching season two of The Bear, just finished season one last night. Awesome. What a delight. More than, oh. Yeah. What Tremendous. A show. Yes. Yeah. I, first show where I can literally say the entire first season was a, a total crescendo. Every episode got better, got better, got better, got better. There better is, until... I would say, I would argue there are two different episodes, maybe three, but probably safely two in season two that will blow your mind. That are just incredible. And there were some really good ones. There was the one never like the one shot in season one. Holy smokes. That was so That was like uncut gems. It made me so uncomfortable the whole time. They have another one like that. It's not one shot like that, but they have another one where they bring in like an ensemble cast and it is crazy. But anyway, yeah, I'm glad you're you're ripping through that. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, right. So anyway, you're you're setting up. We're sitting home watching TV, then all of a sudden, boom. Bill Belichick. Just the same way. I remember it was like twenty after eleven or eleven thirty. I was Half asleep, you know, with a ha- half empty in hand, <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden, like my phone is like, and I looked down. It was like, 
Oh my god, Ime Odoka is not going to coach the Celtics. Yeah, that was bizarre. Like that happened like strangely late. Like the word leaked out from. And we found out. The, we found out the same time that Jason Tatum found out. <laughs> Marcus Smart found out later than them. That whole thing was just so bizarre. And as a as sort of an aside, uh, coming up Saturday, Ime Odoka and the Houston Rockets will be at the ew, TD Garden. Ew, ew, ew. What a stretch for the Seas. They go back-to-back games with Indiana, who's a fun team. Then you have Minnesota tonight at Milwaukee on thir- uh, tomorrow night, and then home to Ime Udoka and the Rockets on Saturday. That is quite a little stretch. That well, is. That it is. The New England Patriots right now, you get a lot of fans that are uh, hot and bothered about the way the season went and also by the way they're handling the offseason because mm. they're, whether you like Bill or you're ready for Bill to move on, nobody's happy because nobody knows for sure what is happening yet. And... It didn't stop their uh, social media team from, uh, you know, continuing to do their jobs. And today, at Patriots on Twitter, mm-hmm. had uh, an acknowledgement to Brendan Schooler, mm-hmm. as uh, apparently he was named to the All-Pro team. It says, All-Pro Schools with a salute emoji, at Brendan Schooler with a photo, and it says, All-Pro Core Teamer, DB Brendan Schooler. That leads us to another edition of Boom Roasted here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI. Let's rip through some of these. These are real responses to at Patriots today. Just a small sampling, by the way. You can go. There's a ton of them. Uh, at Blazing River said he was literally a liability LMFAO. Boom Roasted. <laughs> How about at Real Mike 191, the guy who committed 500 penalties every week? Boom Roasted. At Nick E. Caruso, this really helped the team. Couldn't have gotten to four wins without him. Roasted. Then he also included the salute emoji. (laughs) How about at Douchey Dom? Okay. (laughs) Always appreciate someone to let you know where they stand right there by the handle. Dog had one good play. Well, that gets you on the all-pro team, evidently. That's all you need. Uh, At Green Van Jeff for penalties? Roasted. Did have a lot of penalties this year, it felt like. It, they did, yep. uh, and he and he himself committed at least five of them, as far as I yep. remember. Yep, yep. How about at Sam soon, uh, DB in quotes, DB indeed. Whoa, yeah, I kind of got him. This one's from uh, at Matt Lieberson. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Whoa, not a fan, of schooler. Not a fan. Well, at Tim Dulong is not a fan either. No. All pro, more like all pro tool. Oh. All right. Well, this is pretty simple. Uh, again, in acknowledging that Brendan Schooler is an all pro core teamer, at Alex Anthony tweeted, LOL. Man, got him, Alex. <laughs> How about Ashton underscore luck? LMFAO. All right. This one comes in from at Tramlaw301. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. Right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> that was that's good. a that's new one. Good. I've never heard that one. Before. I love that one. That one is so good. I've oh, used that one before. That's that's made the rounds on Twitter quite a bit. Speaking of Stephen A. Smith, not to derail it, mm-hmm. do you see Stephen A. Smith is going after Whitlock? I guess. Yeah, he was he like said teasing he was about it. To put some overweight somebody on blast or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. He called him. I don't know if you can even say it. What no. the the bad guy from uh, Austin Powers three or two? He called oh. him. Yeah, he called him that. So he was uh, he's pissed at Whitlock, I guess, and he was gonna go gonna go off on him on his podcast. So I don't know. Whatever he says, maybe we'll play some of that later on. I think it might be tonight. But anyway, keep going. Uh, at Super Scare, is this a joke? Boom, 
roasted. This one comes in from uh, at Big Doinks. At Big Doinks with a lot of S's. He goes, huh? This dude stinks. And how about Phil underscore I am 84? He chimes in with this little audio delight. You sure about that? You sure about that? That's why? (laughs) I don't even know if that's the perfect use of it, but anytime you use the Tim Robinson, I think you should leave thing. It's going to. Anytime. Gonna make it in here, and then the last one uh, comes in again in response to Brendan Schooler being named to the All Pro team as a core teamer, and the Patriots tweeted it out today. At Pat Slant says, "How dog he sucked and was hella emo all the time." Oh, roasted. <laughs> I, Calling I, someone hella emo, hella emo, oh, hella emo, hella emo. Rich, I all would the advise time. you yeah. and the audience at large as well. To just go to at Patriots. Mm-hmm. And now there are two subsequent tweets uh, about Brendan Schooler since we selected this one, handpicked this one for the Nobody show. Nobody wants to hear them. Yep, there's <laughs> at Patriots eight hours ago, tied for the league lead in special teams, tackles with 13. Schooler earns his first NFLPA All Pro. Read the responses to that one. There are 37. <laughs> but then uh, an hour later, All Pro at NFLPA player making All Pro plays, and it's a, a like a 4K version of. Him blocking that field goal attempt versus Miami. That was the one play that one guy was referring to. That's the (laughs) the play. I'll just give you the first immediate uh, at Chris Lancet. No one cares. We're waiting for Kraft to fire Belichick. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're like, like, hey, uh, make sure you really promote this Brennan Schooler. It's like, it's not, not the time. Not uh, really like it just it's not it the feels time. like you have to do that because if the guy gets acknowledged or honored, like you have to obviously they're just doing their job. So, but like you had to know there was going to be major fan base clap back. Poor guy. Yes, correct. Yeah, people are uh, are not happy about it. All right, two hours down, two hours to go. We will continue rolling on. Uh, what is the holdup? What is going on between Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft? We'll also uh, come up at eight twenty. Take a look at all the wild card games, which are sneaking up on us. A super wild card weekend in the NFL is on the way. You can join us six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on Weei.